Hey everyone, Chris here, and we know who you are, Leapers from the year 2022. And if that wasn't hint enough, we are thrilled to bring you an interview with Leaper X himself, Walter Perez. Albie and I spoke to Walter about his stint on Quantum Leap as the big bad of season one and how much fun he had working with the cast and crew to bring Martinez to life. This interview was a blast, and as always, we couldn't do it without the help of our listeners and Patreon supporters. With special thanks to our producers Harold Sullivan, Glenda Palma, Chris, a.k.a. Brackmang, Mike Covert, Jeff Kiska, Craig Riedler, Cosplay Dad, Charles Allen Gossard, and Morgan Felden. And I'm tempted to go on and on about how awesome it is that we've gotten interviews now with the complete main cast for season one and the entire recurring cast for season one, but I won't bore you with that. Without further ado, here is our interview with Walter Perez. Hello, Leapers, and welcome back to the Quantum Leap Podcast. Today, I'm here with Chris, and it is my extreme pleasure and honor to introduce to you our guest, Leaper X, Richard Martinez, Walter Perez. Hey, Walter, how you doing? Leaper X, good, man. How you doing? Thank you for having me. So many names. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Such a great character. Uh, In what? Were you in three episodes total? Four? Four, right? I was in five. Five. Okay. Five. Um, yeah. And you, you were peppered in throughout the season. Uh, I want to talk all about Leaper X and Quantum Leap and your experience on the show. But first, I want to find out more about Walter Perez, the person. When uh, did you first get the acting bug and what inspired you to become an actor and get into the business? Um, you know, I had, I had been acting like a fool at home <laughs> uh, from the, young, the tender age of, of six I was always into, uh, uh, you know, growing up into, into Jim Carrey and, um, uh, my parents had this old VHS camera and yeah, I wanted him, I wanted to be him so badly that, uh, that I just started to just emulate him. Right. And I, I had my camera and I would just, uh, do scenes from like Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, you know, all those older, older, you know, Jim Carrey movies, uh, even stuff from like in living color, you know, I was, I was watching a living color at, at a very young age. I don't know if that was a good thing or not, but, but I was, and I, and I, I fell in love with like his comedy, you know, it's, uh, just, he's a, such a funny dude. And, and, and I just wanted to, I wanted to be him. I wanted to be on TV. I wanted to do what he was doing. So luckily my dad had this VHS camera and I picked it up and I started like recording myself, you know? Uh, and over the years, like, um, you know, I'd ask my mom, like, you'd hear these like, um, commercials on the radio where, it's like modeling and acting, uh, call 1-800, such and such, and John Robert Powers. And and uh, one day I called, I was probably like 12 years old, and I decided to call myself, and they're like, I was like, hey, I, I want to do this. I want to be an actor. And they're like, well, you actually have to have your parents call in. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, I can have them call in. My my mom, you know, uh, speaks very little English, and she, she wouldn't do it, so I had my, my uncle help me out, and... Uh, eventually, um, you know, got, got in there, got in there and, and had this like, you know, kind of semi audition kind of led to nowhere. When I got to high school, I joined this, uh, this, uh, program. It was, uh, called the colors United. And so there was this, uh, this documentary that I actually got nominated for an Oscar called color straight up. And, uh, and so I was part of the program, I think a year after that documentary came out. Uh, and I was actually one of the last, 
last uh, groups of, of kids that were, were part of that program. It just kind of like just one of the executives ended up passing away and then there was all this stuff that happened and, and the program just kind of fizzled away. But it was a great program. And, and, and uh, coincidentally, Tom Shadyak, who directed a lot of uh, Jim Carrey's stuff, you know, Tom Shadyak, producer, uh, was uh, one of the main like people that would donate money into this program. Some of the people that came out of the program were like Tyrese. He was one of the bigger guys that came out of there. It's kind of an inner city program, you know, um, at Jordan High School. And uh, all the all the teachers and instructors were professionals, you know, and, and it was like singing, dancing, acting, uh, basically everything. Uh, but I kind of like, my thing was always kind of acting. Uh, I did a little bit of dancing, a little break dancing. I think everybody, at, at, you know, in the 90s <laughs> did that Some. I talked to, to Ray on set and he was that's so funny. One of the one of the scenes we were doing, uh I just I asked him, I was like, Hey, uh, did you ever break dance when you were when you were younger? And he starts pop locking, you know, he's like This is the funniest thing ever because both of us, you know, we we we're similar in age. And so uh uh we we like there's and we all both grew up in LA, so we there's a lot of things that, that there's a lot of similarities in, in the way that we grew up and stuff and I break dance just as much as he did. And so we started pop locking, kind of like mm. battling each other while we were, we we're actually shooting. Uh, it was actually with the last episode, um, that big fight scene in the mm. battle, the battleship scene, uh, you okay. know, where I throw him over like this thing. And it's such a great time, such a great time. But anyway, uh, you know, that program colors United kind of was like the stepping stone into getting into the business. Once I got out of high school, you know, the first thing I did was called one of the, uh, teachers there, right? One of the coaches there. I said, uh, you know, I, I really want to get into acting. I really want to do it. They kind of got me in my, in, in that direction, got my headshots and then eventually, you know, got my first manager, first agent. And then, you know, and then here we are. Uh, that was back in, I started in 2000. So, you know, it's been 20, 23 years. Uh, right. Is that my math is right. Wow. Yeah. We're in 23. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You did it right. <laughs> it's already April. It's already April, Mike. How, is, how is it April? Yeah. <laughs> Times is fast forwarding. You've done a bunch of movies and TV shows. Fame, I noticed. Uh, Ray was talking about how you were a dancer and how that helped yeah. in the fight coordination and stuff. Yeah, that, that definitely that definitely helps with the coordination. And, um, you know, uh, and then I, I also boxed when I was in. So when I graduated high school. You know, I actually went to, to, I moved to San Jose because I just wanted to get out of L.A. So I went to San Jose State. That's where I got accepted to. I went for a semester. I missed L.A. so much. I, I'd come back like every other week, you know, and my mom's like, you, it's like you'd never left. You keep coming <laughs> back. I'd find a way to get back. I didn't even have a car, but I, I you know, jump in friends' cars and stuff. And they're like, hey, we're, we're driving to L.A. this week. And I'm like, I'm, I'm going with you, you know. But when I was there, I, I, I joined um, the boxing team at San Jose State University, and, uh, and I loved it, you know. And so my mentor who, at Colors United, when I was at Colors United, this guy Phil Sims, he, uh, I called him up and I said, "Hey, you know, I'm in I'm in San Jose, and like the coaches here think that I got something good, you know, that I could actually, you know, start as an amateur and then eventually maybe even go pro, right? Who knows?" And uh, he's like, Walter, he's like. I know that you want to act. He's like, don't go busting your nose, you know, like don't go breaking your nose. And actually he used to box when he was younger. So, and he had a broken nose and he also wanted to be an actor. And then he did, 
but he's like, you know what, just, just get back down to LA. And I think that would be the smartest decision for you. And, 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 uh, and so I did. So I, I essentially just did one semester at San Jose state and then came out to back to LA and I transferred over to Cal State Fullerton, uh, ended up graduating there with a, a BA in criminal justice, yeah. uh, which you know, I guess at this point, uh, Still, still hasn't really been that useful. I mean, I did. I mean, I uh, maybe on CSI I, I actually, or something. Uh, well, no, no, you know, uh, yeah, some CSIs, but I'm on the other end of those. You know, I'm like the, yeah. the criminal or something or or the suspect. You know, I did. Uh, I just worked on Fatal Attraction. You know, I know it's. Oh it's, yeah, I just saw the preview for yeah. that. And so I play. Uh, I play an attorney there. So I guess that kind of coincides with you know, my criminal justice uh, mm-hmm. background, you know, of course. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I, you, you could ask me anything about criminal justice. I'd be like, oh, I, I don't even know. Like I wasn't <laughs> paying attention to school half the time. I mean, I was already working on stuff. You know, there was actually one, um, there, there was uh, a class that I took. Uh, it was already upper, upper level, you know, course. And I was supposed to take the, it was, I think it was a midterm. And I was working on the district, the show, the district. And I booked like a recurring, it was like actually one of the first shows that I had ever booked. And this was like 2003. It was like one of the bigger shows that I booked, right? Three episode arc season series finale. Right? And, uh, I missed the mid. I couldn't, I can make the midterm cause I was shooting. And the, I told the professor that his name was professor Langford. And I said, Hey, you know, I, I, I can't make the midterm. How, how can I make up for it? He said, well, can you get a copy of the episode? I said, uh, yeah, I can get a copy of the episode. And so I, uh, I got a copy of the, of the episode once it aired and I took it to, to class and he's like, I just want you to show it to class. And I was like, Oh, okay, cool. That's, that's totally awesome. You no, know, cause I, you know, that's the show was somewhat criminal justice esque. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, man, the look, the look on some of these, like, students faces was like why the hell are we watching this guy's like <laughs> what, what, the, what the f are we doing like i'm paying this is i'm paying this tuition like what are we doing watching the, the, the stupid show you know <laughs> then i'm just like and then you know of course he he's you know i'm not mayor so he's like yeah this is walter perez walter perez stand up and everyone's like there's like three claps you know it's like, right, let's get back to work guys what the mm-hmm. but yeah that's awesome. <clears throat> That's awesome. Um, go into Quantum Leap now. Your, I think your introduction, your character's introduction is one of the best I've seen in television because for most of the episode, you're there, but we just assume you're another background actor. Uh, don't even think anything about it and don't even realize it until uh, that first scene. Can you, can you talk to me about uh, how you got the role of Quantum Leap and like, uh, what did they tell you about the character uh, when you first started, you know, probably that it was a recurring role and stuff like that. That's, that's about it. <laughs> that's all they told me. They said, they said, it's a, Hey, it's a recurring guest star. And they wouldn't tell me anything else. Uh, uh not even you. I, I didn't know how many episodes <laughs> I was getting. I didn't know where they were going to take the character. They told me very little. And so, uh, so it was interesting, you know, try, you know, kind of, kind of guessing what was going to happen next. Um, and that was interesting, you know, and I was all for it, but, uh, yeah, it was just like a normal audition, you know, just, just a regular audition and, you know, put myself on tape and sent it in hoping that, you know, that, that it hits, you know, that, that, yeah. uh, 
But how I'm I'm really curious to that point because in Salvation or Bust, where they introduce your character, as Alby said, you're you're basically background until the big reveal at the end. And if that's your first episode, yet they know that they want to have you back as a recurring character. Mm. Was there anything else involved in the audition process except for that one line so that they knew, okay, we have this this gentleman, Walter Perez, he's going to basically carry the season arc for us, even though he doesn't know it yet. <laughs> Did they give you anything more challenging to to just, you know, vet you as as an actor, as that character? Aside from I know who you are, Ben Song from the year twenty twenty two. Yeah, you know that. Yeah, in in the sides there were uh, I think there were like two scenes, and one of the scenes was uh, the Ben. You know, I know who you are, Ben Song from the year twenty twenty two. And then there was like another scene that I think didn't make it, but it was. Uh, you know the thing. The thing they did was that day, the second scene that gave me more information didn't have the right name on it. Like, I think the character's name was something else. It wasn't Martinez, you know? Uh, and it wasn't, didn't say leap or X on there. So I think it was like, I can't remember the name, what, what, mm-hmm. what it said on there. Right. But it would definitely wasn't Martinez and it wasn't leap or X. So I just assumed that they were just, you know, scenes that they had maybe put together quickly for the audition. And I, I think it served that purpose, right. Where it was like kind of, the scene was with, with me and, and, and I think it said Dr. Ben on there. Right. And, uh, and something's happening to a character and someone's like passing away. And as, and I look at Ben and I'm like, this is your fault. This is this, you know, you're the one that decided to keep following me. And so there was a, a connection there, right. From like the, the, you know, I know who you are, Ben Song from the year 2022. And then there was a connection later on, but there wasn't, uh, there wasn't like a whole lot, you know, I can't say there's like a whole lot to work with, but uh, I think I think what they really wanted to get out of the audition was uh, to see if I can be somewhat, I guess, menacing. You know, um, mm. that that may be uh, threatening, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And just kind of see see what I do with it, right? And see what other actors may may do with it. And uh, and I think they got what they wanted with that simple simple scene. I, I suppose that if they didn't get what they wanted, that maybe they would add another scene, right? And they would send that one out and say, hey, you know what? We didn't get what we wanted. But I guess at this point, you know, I have enough tape, right, on my reel and stuff. I have enough scenes that they can kind of, like, piece it together and, like, oh, yeah, Walter can pull this off, you know? Uh, I think essentially it's uh, does this guy, you know, fit on, in this show? Does he fit with the other characters, you know? Uh, does he stand Does he stand out like a sore thumb, right, or mm-hmm. not? Is he too tall? Like, you know, none of the actors are super tall in the show, right? Uh, so is he too short? You know, I, I don't know. But uh, <laughs> I'm happy that I was I was picked as a guy. You, know? <laughs> you were Goldilocks. You were just right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wasn't too tall. I wasn't too short. I was just right. Good, good old five. I'm right there with you. <laughs> um, at what yeah. point during the, the season filming, uh, did you realize you were going to be the main antagonist for the series and possibly, or the season and possibly the series? And uh, like, when did you first realize how important your role was? Again, like they, they wouldn't tell me a whole lot, but uh, I remember like going to set, we were shooting uh, Salvation and uh one of the writers, uh, I think it was Eric. He's like, "Do you know how big this thing is? How big your character is?" 
And I'm like, no, no, I, I, I don't. I don't know anything. He's like, oh, it's pretty big. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, it's pretty big. I was like, okay, uh, how big? <laughs> you know, and, and it never happened. It never, I never got it. It was, uh, it was kind of a mystery. Like they wouldn't tell me, they wouldn't really give me any idea of like where it was going. And I suppose that that's also the the reason for that is uh, there there's there's a business there, you know, and and you know if I guess if they told me how big it was, that I maybe could use it as leverage for the the next step. I don't know. I I don't, I don't know how that. I, I assume that that's that's why they don't hmm. want to give out too much information. And you know, and, and as a recurring guest star, you're not locked in. You're not under contract, so. Essentially, they could say one thing one week, and then the next week it's completely gone, and you're not you're not there anymore because you're off shooting Fatal Attraction. Because I was actually shooting both shows at the same time, and um, you know, it just so happened that it worked out. I was shooting like one day on Fatal Attraction, next day on Quantum Leap, you know, and and doesn't always work out that way. But for the, for this for the show and and in this situation, like it worked out, and and, I, and it was awesome, you know. But uh, I, I think that also maybe they were waiting to see if Fatal Attraction was going to be a bigger thing, and and was that going to have the time to be coming back to, to Quantum Leap? You know, even though I was kind of scattered all over the, the season, I mean, essentially did like two in, in the, at the front end, right, and then like three back end, whatever. Um, so so yeah, yeah, they wouldn't tell me tell me a whole lot. Um, and as the episodes went along, it was kind of always a surprise, you know, when I got the script, I was like, oh. Okay, cool. This is all. This is awesome. And then I think, I think when I was shooting uh, the second to last, I think episode sixteen. Um, oh, actually, yeah. So when we were shooting episode sixteen, we were shooting actually we were shooting some scenes for episode one eighteen. Right. So right. they just wanted to because we were because you know we go back we go back right. so we already had the locations and so we were able to shoot. You know, they wanted us, us to shoot the stuff for 118 while we were there shooting for 116, like the uh, 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 the mental, right, the Institute or whatever. Um, and the battleship was was still there in, in one of the stages. So that was easy to shoot, easy to go back to. So that's when I that's when I, I kind of knew something about 118. And then Chris uh, Grisma, the director, right, for 118, he, uh, you know, kind of gave me a little bit more. You know, and, and he said, "You know what? This is one eighteen is going to be a freaking badass episode." I was like, <laughs> "Okay." I was like, "All right, give 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 me more." You know, and mm-hmm. and, and then it just it, it would stop there, and I'm like, "God damn it! Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna <laughs> find out." Yeah, yeah. But, but it was cool though. I, I don't mind that. I don't mind. You know, just but but Raymond was saying, you know, uh, we we're on set. He's like, he's like, it's kind of crazy, like. They know that you could fight. They know that you could punch and and, and duck, and because it requires some sort some technique, you know, uh, you know, it's, it's like a, a what do you call it? Uh, like not combat training, uh, on stage combat kind of right. And and they, there's times where I'm like swinging at swinging at Ben. I'm going right for his face, and he's got to duck, and I got to make sure that if he doesn't duck in time, that I'm gonna pull it pull it back, and you know. Um, and I said uh, they didn't really ask me. But you know they had stunt doubles, so I guess they assumed that if I couldn't get it down, that the stunt doubles would, would do it anyway. Um, but it worked out that me and 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 Ray, you know, are um, you know physical guys, we athletic guys, right? We played sports and stuff, and we got good balance, and, and you know we can throw some punches and and you know and be careful about it. 
Uh, and uh, so, yeah, it, tur- it turned out great. I, I love. I, I think one eighteen was pretty awesome. All the all the fight scenes, you know, jumping over the table and like, ah, you know, all that stuff was so much fun to to, to do. It, I mean, it was it was awesome. It was so awesome. Yeah, it was badass. Yeah, definitely. Uh, did you yeah. guys have to do a lot of uh, training with the stunts persons to uh, like do the uh, fight coordination and figure it out, or was it like kind of on the day? It was, it was like literally like like on a day. Like it was on the out, like on the minute. It was like, wow. All right, now we're going to work on, we're going to rehearse a scene, you know, whatever. And uh, all right, stunt guys, uh, let's go first. And me and Ray are standing there like, uh, okay. All right. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, yeah, we. Yeah, I could do that. I could do that. I could do that. And we'd have to learn it like right then and there. And, uh, you know, that stuff just comes naturally to me and it, and it, and it comes naturally to Ray. And so we just, we pick that stuff up real fast. And, uh, and, and that's why, I mean, I look at the, the scenes and stuff and I, I know when it's mean, I know it's, when it's a stunt double, you know? Uh, and so a lot of stuff was, was, was like, they kept, they kept my stuff, uh, and they kept Ray stuff and, and that was really cool. But yeah, they didn't give us much time, you know, and that's just the way it works. It's just it's the way the show works. You know, it's like they, they're doing a bunch of stuff and I think you just assume that we knew what we were doing and, and they assumed correctly. You know, we, we oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> it comes through in 118. I mean, that fight scene across time was one of the highlights of the season. And um, Walter, dude, you are formidable. It's it's insane the way that they cut it together. And when he said, you really are the Terminator, we all we were all right there. Like, is, is this guy ever going to stop? You know, <laughs> so yeah. whatever you guys, whatever you did on the day of on the fly, you did it right because yeah. It, it, yeah, it came through on camera. Yeah, that, and, that uh, was awesome. That was my favorite, favorite uh, lines right there. You know, he's like Terminator. You're like the Terminator. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you totally, totally were the Terminator in that moment. Yeah, that was amazing. I think I think we all cheered. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I cheered too. I, I I enjoyed I enjoyed that. The whole episode was was, was a lot of fun. It was it was, it was awesome. Yeah. So really so the logistics of that. So they had you in one sixteen in um, Ben interrupted, and you guys did that was your first hint that you're going to do a fight. Uh, for the finale, right? right? Yeah, because you were on set, but then they they brought you back to the set for SOS. That was still there, but then you guys had the 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 final duel in the Salvation setting. Was that on the back lot again, yeah, or yeah. did they set up a new? Okay, so no, you, you were back the back lot. Yeah, it was already there. It's 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 been there. Right. So we shot that uh, right above like the saloon. You know, uh, it's kind of, actually there was a, there was a scene where. Uh, Yanni's character um, is up there, and she she's she's speaking from like the balcony. That was the same same balcony. So, so yeah, it was, it was all it was all there. But I think I think the one thing they did mention was that they had to bring in all this dirt. So there's there's like actual you know asphalt underneath all that dirt. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you you know the scene where where I die and I'm like right I'm like, yeah now it's all there's a bunch of dirt down there. I think they had to bring all that dirt back in and it's like thousands and thousands of pounds, you know, of, of this dirt that had to be rolled back in there. Uh, so I guess, you know, that was a lot of work. <laughs> but, um, oh, it was your, your final shot, right? So they had to get it right. Yeah, it was my final shot. Yeah. 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 I cried. I cried. I told Chris, 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 I was like, 
can I like open my eyes at the very end? Like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like a Michael Myers thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we talked about that. And I, I, did, I, I think I did it in one of the takes and he's like, all right, let's go. Let's just keep going. <laughs> Hopefully like, right, they use that one day. Yeah. That'd be yeah, cool. yeah, exactly. Right? I mean, I would love to come back. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, that's the thing with time travel. Yeah. Just because you die doesn't mean you're dead. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how to how to explain it, you know, because uh, yeah, it is time travel, and um, you know, I died in the year eighteen eighty, whatever the it was, mm-hmm. right? Um, I didn't die in in, in present day, so mm-hmm. technically, yeah. I'm still alive. And and you were yeah, jumping and, around in time all that time, so there's no uh, no reason why Ben or anyone else can't uh, interact with you in one of your other time yeah. periods. Yeah, yeah, I think it'd be cool, man. I I I had such a great time. It honestly was one of the coolest shows that I've worked on, and I think it was you know the cast they were just awesome. It's just really good energy. Raymond's like. Raymond's is like a clown on set sometimes, but he's also you know super professional and. But he's always smiling. He's always got a great mood. And, and, you know, being number one on the call sheet, that's super important, like super important. Uh, because all your other actors that come in, like guest stars, recurring, whatever, like they look they look at that stuff, right? And and that sets the pace for the day. That sets the energy and the tone for set, you know, on the set. And he's, he's done such a great job. And, um, you know, my hat's off to him. He's such a good dude. Um, so, yeah, I would, I would love to you know, if there was any chance that, that, you know, that I'd go back, uh, only for that reason. And they, it's just a, a really awesome set. One of the, like I said, one of the most fun sets, uh, uh, that I've worked on in a long, long time. So yeah, it's, it's a good, good environment, good environment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, speaking to that point, you were um, one of the few, if not the only guest actor uh, to be able to interact with not only the the leap portion of the show uh, with with Raymond and Caitlin, but you also got to go with the rest of the ensemble cast back at the project, which is, um, I think, for this iteration of Quantum Leap, you're the, you're the one and only so far that's been able mm-hmm. to be in both it, worlds. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So can can you talk about that that standing set that most guest stars don't get to get to play on? You had some scenes in the project uh, in locations that we had never seen before as viewers. Uh, as far as you know, was all of that there just waiting to be used, or did they build those sets just for that for, for that episode? I know that maybe a little bit in the weeds, maybe you don't know, but it, for us, it's very interesting because we got to see a lot more of the project because you were such a badass and, you know, going around and, and, and wreaking all your havoc. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so like, uh, is there one in particular that you're, that you, that you remember that like, oh, uh, there, there are two magic. Um, so- is magic's office. One of them. Magic's office we have seen on screen before. Uh-huh. Um, the two that I'm thinking of specifically is the holding cell, which we've dubbed Guantanamo Bay on yeah. our show. <laughs> yeah. And then you had the scene in the hallway right outside of the accelerator uh, at, before you and Ben, you know, leapt in there to leap yeah. back for your fight through yeah. time. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know for sure if that hallway scene, if that was already there. They may have built it for that episode. Uh, and I think for sure the holding cell was, I think, built for that episode. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I hadn't seen it. And I, I don't think Ray had seen it either. But that was a pretty awesome, awesome yeah. holding cell. 
yeah, it was really, really cool. I have to compliment you on uh, your interpretation of magic being um, Leaper X in magic, but you, you uh, really channeled Ernie Hudson's mannerisms and everything to be magic, to convince the rest of HQ that you were magic. Uh, tell me a little bit about that. Cause I think you nailed it. Cause it was like Ernie Hudson oh, was coming through you. So uh, what work did you do to get to that point? Just, just watch, watch Ernie. <laughs> you know <what> I mean, <laughs> like just watch him carefully, you know? And, and uh, he, he's just, he's, he's kind of stoic, you know, he's, he's got this stoic like demeanor and, my voice is generally like kind of lower, a little more bassy, a little, you know, it just depends. Uh, and I think I did a little more when I was doing the, the character, right. Just to, to have like, cause there only has like that deeper, a deeper, deeper voice, you know? Um, so I did some of that, but, uh, yeah, I just, you know, just, just watching him and the, and the lines kind of help. Right. Uh, you're on set and you know, all the other actors are acting as if you were Ernie. So, you just kind of like you, you, you just you kind of just jump right in and you you feel like it's him. Obviously, that scene where we're in his office where we do that that mirror thing, you know, that yeah, help, yeah. also helps too. That that we shot at the very end of that scene, so um, it may have been a little more helpful than it was in the beginning. But you know, uh, you know, Ernie's there, so you just you're, you're watching him and, and you get to mm-hmm. go on set. And, I'm playing you, Ernie. I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> Is that like a pinch me moment, uh, getting to work with Ernie Hudson? Yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah. I mean, it's awesome. Such, such a cool experience to work with him. And and he's such an awesome, you know, guy. So, um, we had some nice long conversations, you know, and when we were holding for, you know, for lights and stuff, uh, and he's such a chill dude, you know, he's, he's been through it all, you know, he's done, done everything. So he's just so chill, and I'm like, I want to be like you when I, you know, when I grow up. I want to be like you. I want to be super chill like that. Uh, he's got a great, he's had a, he's had a great life, you know. So, and he's he's still he's a humble dude, and uh, and still has you know great energy coming into set, you know. So so yeah, of course. This is going to be for the Quantum Leap fans out there from the original series, but um, you did have. Ernie as your mirror shot on set. Was that done practically where Ernie was standing off to one side and they were able to angle the reflection in? Uh, because I know a lot of times now they can do it in posts, but right. back in, back in the original series, they would work all the angles. And I was right. curious to know what, what the dynamic was there. Yeah. This was like the old school way, just angles. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. It was just pretty rad. I mean, it's like, you know, I'm standing here, uh, Ernie's standing like right, right next to me here. And then we, and then we turn around this way. We both turn around at the same time, right? And just mm-hmm. placement of the of the mirror just kind of in the camera just worked out perfectly. And so so me and Ernie had to time it, you know, we're like, Are you ready to go? Three, two, one. <laughs> eh, you know, you know like, <laughs> did, it, did it a few times, but uh, you know, it, it worked out. So it was cool. It was a cool cool little moment. Uh, and then when you watch it on, on TV, you're like, Oh, that that that, that looks good, it looks awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They had to put me on um, uh, some like pancakes, whatever. Not not an apple box. The apple box would be a lot <laughs> bigger. Um, but it, I think I think they stacked up like three. They call them pancakes, right? They're pancakes, whatever they are. They're just little smaller kind of boxes, right? And they stacked up like three, just that I have had the height of, of Ernie because he is taller than me. Uh, so, but yeah, I was I was fine. Yeah. <laughs> 
what I was impressed by this season is uh, your character, uh, Leaper X. Uh, we meet him at different stages of his life. Uh, first, as he's already leaping uh, when he first uh, interacts with Ben. And then uh, later on, as an earlier version of Martinez, before you even know anything about leaping. And then uh, in SOS, they gave you gray hair for who knows why. So maybe lo- longer, further along in the timeline. And then, and then, of course, in, in the battle across time, could you tell me about your approach or your backstory in your head, if, if you have any, uh, of the lifelong journey of Leaper X uh, from the earliest we meet him until the, the end of him? Like, was it different playing different parts of his life? Was it a different character, even though it was the same character? Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, no, it was. It was. Um, I mean, I was. I was playing. I was playing the same, essentially the same age. I, yeah, you're saying that they painted my hair white in SOS. You had some gray hair in the production photos and in the episode, and so we were all theorizing, "Wow, this is a a, a much." Uh, older Leaper X that had been leaping around and we're seeing him out of order. We're, we're nerds. So we just analyze all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, I have, I have uh, a lot of gray hair naturally. <laughs> ah, okay. Uh, I think, I think, I think that they, um, you know, and forgive me because I don't remember the, the names of the episodes. So the, the, the episode after salvation that I came out on was episode six. That mm-hmm. one was called, do you remember? I'm trying to remember. I'm I'm, I'm racking my brain. It, it was after salvation. This is where they come back and they, mm-hmm. they come to my they, house. They, this is yeah, like they present, see you before day. you know what's going on at all. Yeah, yeah. It's like present day. I mm-hmm. think I remember them painting my hair ah, darker. Okay, I, I be younger. Hair that makes to sense. make it like younger, and that's that, so I assumed right that that everything else took place much later which I think is the reason why they left my gray hair, which, cause I have a lot of gray hair. Uh, I mean, you see my beard. I have you know, <laughs> me too. Uh, if I don't shave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'm, mean, they had me completely shave. Um, but yeah, my hair in that episode six, I, I, it's, it's darker. Um, mm. and everything, everything else. It's a, it's, a, it's just my natural, like lighter white, you know, gray hair or whatever. So, so yeah, it was just, I guess I, 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 the way I saw it was like, I was just playing somebody that's a little bit older, you know, and I just mm-hmm. kind of played the age that I am now, you know, 40. So, gotcha. Okay, yeah. cool. We totally got that wrong then. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, but now we understand. It, it was more, interesting. So awesome. yeah. yeah. And it's funny because in Salvation, they had you in the hat most of the time. So your hair was almost covered mm-hmm. anyway. So right, you, right. Looked, yeah. you looked younger in Salvation than you did in SOS. Mm-hmm. So that's where we got the theory. Okay, he was he was just started leaping then, and in SOS you seem much more seasoned and you have one up on Ben. So in our head, you know, <laughs> there's like a whole backstory for Martinez <laughs> right, going on. Ratings. You know, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, but but to that end, and this is unique for us because um, you're, I think, maybe one of the first guest stars and. Uh, the only recurring that we've spoken to besides Georgina, who's actually seen all their episodes because a lot of times we speak to somebody and we've seen the episode, but they haven't. Mm -hmm. So um, with the benefit of that perspective, were there scenes in, in the episodes that you shot that explained Martinez's backstory a little bit more, but that didn't make it to camera. 
or didn't make it to the final cut, I should say. No, everything that I shot was made it, made it in. Uh, so, you know, the only the only explanation for Martinez's background is in that episode, episode six, where they come and question me, you know, and, uh, you know, I'm an immigrant, uh, you know, went, went to, to fight, you know, and I was a soldier, right? And they wanted to get my immigration. So at some point, I thought they were going to make a connection, you know, with, with that. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I thought there was a reason why they brought up the immigration. Uh, and I, I imagined that, yeah, that it would be brought up at some point. Like, okay, this is why he's doing it. Uh, I mean, we know that we, we think, we assume, right, that that's why he's, that that's why he's doing it. He wants to, to, uh, to get his, you know, his, his, his U.S. citizenship, right? And so maybe he's doing this for someone else in the future so that he keep, they, they, maybe they, they promised him this, right? But then, uh, then it becomes like this kind of suicide mission. I was like, hey, wait, wait a, wait a minute. <laughs> okay, okay, wait, suicide mission, what do you mean? Um, so then I assume that at that point, uh, I'm doing it maybe so that my family can have U.S. citizenship, right? I don't know. I think that's, that's just my assumption. It's not shown and no one, no one talks about it. So, yeah, they, they just didn't do it. I, I, I didn't see it. Um, and so I, I, you know, I'm still hoping that, uh, that I come back and they have some sort of explanation for that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, okay. Yeah. Was there any like uh, hints or nudges or winks that uh, you know we'll see again? Because you you become such a fan favorite. You know, um, no, I really not really. No. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't know. I talked to I saw uh, Dean Jarjaris, um I think when I was shooting one sixteen. I saw him on set, and you know, he just said, you know, briefly, like you know, I, I you know. I'm glad that you got to join us this season. Uh, you know, great work. And I was like, cool. Thank you. And, you know, it was kind of brief. It wasn't, uh, I was like, oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing it. Oh, man. Dang it. Dang it. Uh, but, you know, whatever. It's a part of the business. Like, I, you know, I, I'm happy that, that I was in five episodes. I, I'm super grateful for it. Uh, I had such a great time. Yeah, it was, you know, it was sad to, to leave. Uh, you know, they give you, they gave me a quantum leap sweater and a quantum leap hat, you know, uh, not for like, not because I was leaving it. They, they gave everyone one for season, you know, for season one. Uh, I mean, I guess it was kind of like a parting gift. Right. And I was like, when I got it, it was actually, I think I was shooting like episode 114. So I was like, Oh, okay. This, <laughs> okay. Gifts, the gifts are oh, okay. Season one. All right. That, this is, this is a nice, uh, nice sweater. You know, I thought I was part of the family, and I was like, maybe I will come back for season two. <laughs> and then, and then, uh, and then I got the script for one eighteen, and I was like, yeah, I'm not coming back. <laughs> <You know? laughs> uh, so, but yeah, but who knows? Who, who knows? I, I would love to come back, but but uh, you know, I guess I guess uh, you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. 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 I mean, um, the, the, the OG Martinez before he even left is still hanging around in 2022, 2023 project time. Apparently, apparently in LA, right by the project, because they were able to get to your house like the same day. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. We'll we'll see. We never know. You never know. We'll see. It's, it's an, it's interesting. I mean, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what, we'll see what happens and where they go with that. Um, but yeah. 
Can you tell us a little bit about the day? Because I think the most intense scene that you did, even though that fight scene was was excellent, I, I think the most intense scene that that you and Ray shared was the scene in Ben Interrupted where you betray him. And I'm thinking back to some behind the scenes videos that I saw on, oh, yeah. uh, I think it was Ray's Insta where you guys were kind of joking around with the scalpel and the blood. Can, can, can you talk about that scene? Because it was so jarring and it was, it was such, such a good moment for the series. Um, I'd like to know a little bit about that shooting day and what you guys brought to that. I, um, that was, that was fun. That, that actually was, uh, episode, yeah, episode one, one, one I believe that was 16. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, 160, right? Yeah, yeah 160. That was an uh, insane asylum. Right, uh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that was like the first time that I was there as long as I, like, so, you know, all the other episodes I was there, you know, a day or two max, right? So I didn't really get to interact with everyone as much. So 116 was like, I guess 114 also, but 116 was like the one where I was there a good amount of days, you know, so, so. You know, it felt like kind of a, a, a little mini summer camp because I was there, you know, coming back to set every day, right? Uh, I mean, we shoot we shoot eight days, and I think I, I, I probably did like six out of the eight that for that episode. And so, uh, you know, we got to, me and Ray got to interact more and stuff, and um, that's when we started kind of building more of a rapport, right? Um, and then just getting, getting to know each other as just, you know, humans, right? But yeah, it was a, it was a, and then all the guests, all the other guest stars that were on that show were also super awesome too. You know, they were all very like fun people, right? And uh, like really good energy. And so uh, that scene we shot the majority of that of that episode we shot in like Chatsworth and these stages, and um, they had the insane asylum and they had that sewer kind of sewer, and I think Teen Wolf used to shoot there. Um, I can't yeah. remember the name of the studios. This is small. It's like a, what's a pretty nice size stage. And they just have a bunch of different, you know, scene, like, uh, uh, setups and, or whatever. Right. Uh, and they had, they just happened to have the insane asylum one and they happened to have this, this sewer one. And that scene, you know, was fun. Once we got to that, that, that particular part of the scene where I, where I stab them up. Right. Um, you know, they rig us up and I'm like, I'm coming up and, uh, it, it took a, it took a bit. I think we shot that, that part, maybe I think we shot it in, in, in one day, I believe. I think it went back for a second day. I can't remember, but, um, uh, but that was so, so much fun because it's just me, and, you know, Ray's such a funny, funny dude. And, and he's like, oh, he's cracking jokes. And, he brought out some of the, like the, the kid in me too. Cause he's, he's so playful, you know? And, and if he's being playful and he's a number one, you're like, well, cool. Then this, it gives you kind of like the freedom to be like, all right, well, then I could be a little goofy too. And just, uh, it lined up, lines up the, the mood of the set. Right. And obviously you're so professional when you have to be, you're not going to be cracking jokes when like, they're like, you know, quiet on the set. Right. Even though maybe me and Ray did a couple of times, you know, <laughs> <laughs> we're like talking a while, you know, people are trying to get to work, but, uh yeah they rigged us up and um you know i go up first and i open up the the sewer you know, door or whatever and and then and then i I'm, I'm up top and uh and then he, he's like climbing up and we just started joking about it because it's just a kind of a funny funny scene as, as you're like rehearsing it you know 
it's like, hey, buddy. Yeah, come on, man. I got you. Let me grab his hand, you know, and I'm just like, uh, you. you know, I step him back. I'm like, and he's like, uh, and he's like, falls back, you know. And he's like, he's like rigged, he's like rigged up, you know, so he, he can't go very far. Like, so he just goes like maybe like a foot back and he's like, and he gets stuck there, you know, because the rig only takes you that far. <laughs> and, uh, we just did it a few times, and sometimes I would like. I think the first time I I stabbed them like in the chest or something. They're like, "All right, cut, um, <laughs> Walter, you're supposed to stab them in the neck." And I was like, "Oh, that's right, I did." And so you know, we, we just we just had a ball, man. It was it was uh it was so so much fun shooting that scene. Uh, and then there's like so there's that there's that um you know little tape or or tape there's there's uh, the clip that someone posted. I think the writer posted on on Instagram where we're like, we're doing the handshake, you know, at some point, uh, I don't know if you guys saw it, but we're like, we're doing, we have like a secret handshake and it's like, <laughs> that's yeah. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah it's like, I forget how it's like, like, uh, uh, and then I think it's like, a, uh, uh. <laughs> but yeah, it, it was because of that. It's like, we were, we kept joking about it and, uh, you know, we had fun and people on set were like, you know, they were having fun too, laughing, laughing about it. Cause it's kind of a, kind of a funny scene. It's not, a, it's not supposed to be a funny scene, but when you're right, shooting right. it, it feels, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're having like fun doing it. Um, but yeah. yeah. Maybe that's what struck me about it when I saw the video, how you guys were laughing because as viewers, we looked at it. It was like, Oh my God, what just happened? It's yeah. such an intense scene. Yeah. And then we get the behind the scenes and you guys are just yucking it up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's like, he's like, oh, sometimes he's like, go overboard, you know, like just joking. He's like, oh, 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 oh. He's like falling back, you know, like, blood's like, oh, 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 oh. he can't talk. Um, but yeah, it was, it was, it was fun. It was, I had such, such a good time shooting that, that uh, episode. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's cool. I'm, I'm going to ask one more geeky question if I can. And uh, I, I think I know the answer, but uh, I, I'm just doing my due diligence here. Did they ever give you an indication as to why Martinez was leaping through time, uh, much like Ben was to was it to get to some destination or because as fans, we're watching and based on what we saw in 118, it looked like you guys from the future could target the leaps and maybe get to a specific place. So it it begged the question, okay, so why if Martinez has looks like a little bit more advanced version of the project that he's leaping from, why is he going through different leaps like Ben is and why are they intersecting at certain points? Did they ever explain any of the bigger picture stuff to you about that? Or was it just, just what was in the scripts? Man, I wish I could, I wish I can give you like this, you know, <laughs> so do I, <laughs> I wish I could give you like this awesome answer, yeah. you know, but no, no, they, they they didn't really really explain it to me. You know, it's uh, it's just like Walter. It is what it is, and you're leaping just like Ben. Um, and they kind of like, you know, somewhat ex- explained a little bit, right? In, in episode one eighteen, kind of explaining why this, how well, I guess they're explaining how it's happening while mm-hmm. it's happening. I guess they don't really explain, you know, uh, how it's happening, right? Like I guess all the questions, right? That the most of the viewers wanted answered. Um, they may cover that in season two. You know, maybe they may refer to me in season two and just say, "Hey, you know, we had this problem with this one guy, you know, Martinez. Mm-hmm. Let's mm-hmm. not have that problem happen again, right? How do we fix it? I don't know. 
I don't know. Yeah, but I wish I had a better answer to give you. Yeah, uh, and you know, I I didn't expect you to have one, but as uh, as <laughs> as a fan, knowing what other fans listening might want to hear about, yeah, uh, I just I I have to ask. That's all. Yeah, but so I didn't mean to put you on the spot. No, no. It's <laughs> That's all our nerd stuff here. We actually do the Quantum Leap podcast because we're real big nerds. So. <laughs> I want to be conscious of your time, but I only have uh, a couple more questions. Two more questions, maybe. A silly one and then a uh, probably a theory one. Um, silly question was uh, the blood uh, in your death scene. Was that CG or was that on your shirt on the day? That was on my shirt. I actually was in a post, a picture of it. Uh, there's a, a picture of me and uh, uh, wardrobe. And, and they're like putting blood on it. I, I may post it. And I'm like, Ugh. I'm like doing this face. Like, I'm dead. But yeah, they, they just, they just kind of cut it, cut it open and then put actual real blood on there. So yeah, it kind of looked like it was like CGI, right? Uh, yeah. There was something off about it and I wasn't sure. So I figured I'd ask. Yeah, no, for you're, you're right. Cause I, I, I thought the same. I was like, wait, I thought, wait, no, I did. I do. It's actually real blood. It, Cause it actually mm-hmm. did look like it was kind of CGI. Uh, might have just been but, lighting or you know coloring yeah um yeah my other question is a lot of uh people have been talking about theorizing about um why or if leaper x has a hologram in in your head canon did you think uh martinez had a hologram and we were just not seeing the hologram or do you think martinez was leaping without a hologram Oh, that's questions you asking me that question? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh. Yeah, like in, in your head, did you have somebody that nobody else could see helping you on your mission? Or were you did all you have alone? your own Addison? Yeah. No, I would I think it was all alone. Okay. I, I that would have been cool though. Mm-hmm. That would have been been cool to have have a have my own hologram. Um yeah, that's that's another another question, right? Like how to do they all have holograms? I guess, I guess they don't, they don't have to have a hologram, right? It's just like, mm-hmm. but, uh, it would have been cool to have had somebody there. I mean, man, that's something that could pop up later on. Who knows? I mean, that is a, that's a good, that's a good question. And I, I, I guess I never really thought about that, but, mm-hmm. but that would have been pretty badass to have had a, had a hologram. <laughs> <laughs> like, Hey, hologram, help me out. You know, <laughs> that would have been cool. <laughs> Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, I, I, I think the fans want to see it back and um, I know I want to see it back and uh, there's, they're talking about a musical at some point. Cause you know, Ray can sing and Mason can sing and you can dance. I don't know if you can sing or not, but they got to bring you I, back for the dancing in the musical. I, right. Yeah. <laughs> I can't, I can dance. I, I, I can't really sing. I mean, I can, uh, I can harmonize like I can, <laughs> you know, I could be like in a choir maybe, you know, <laughs> But not be the lead like singer. That that has to be Ray. Ray's actually really good. Yeah, I was I was impressed. He, I don't think he really sang a whole lot on set, but I remember seeing his because uh, uh, he went on. Was it Jimmy Fallon? I believe. Yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. Awesome, yeah, I was super impressed by that. But I, I was you know thoroughly impressed by him, regardless on, on set. Like he's just a funny, funny guy. Just he could do it all. You know, he could do it all. Uh, and he's just, he's just great energy. So super charismatic, you know, uh, mm. good dude. Thank you for your amazing work on uh first season of Quantum Leap. It was, it was really Oh, good. thank you, man. Thank you. I'm glad, mm-hmm. I'm glad that uh, you guys enjoyed it. And hopefully the fans did too. And, you know, we'll see what happens to Martinez in the future. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Walter Perez, thank you so much for being on the Quantum Leap podcast. 
Yeah, man. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. It's good times. <laughs>